You're listening to the Jay Bird Watching Podcast, the official podcast of jaysjournal.com and fansided.com, where we discuss all things Toronto Blue Jays baseball. We'll talk about news, rumors, and game recaps. So whether you're a diehard fan or just getting started with the team, this is the podcast for you. Here's your host, Craig Borden, with co-hosts Jason Lyons and me, Ken Alfred. You're listening to the Jay Bird Watching Podcast. Good evening and welcome to Jay Bird watching post Super Bowl hangover edition because thankfully it's past one day of National Hangover Day. So Blue Jays fans, thank God it's baseball's next because as my buddy Jason Lyons is going to tell you here, he was not so happy with the Taylor Swift Kelsey win. <laughs> yeah, how's it going, buddy? Um, I mean, what a weekend. No great, great game. I mean, I can't really complain. It had it had all the things you want to have in a Super Bowl game, a little bit more excitement. A lot of scoring, which was fun. All kinds of weird crap, like the ball hitting that guy on the kickoff and, you know, a, a blocked extra point and just weirdness. You know, the the Usher Super Bowl halftime show was – are we allowed to say Super Bowl or do we have to say big game? Super Bowl. Okay. So big game. Uh, uh, was, you make it sound like anybody's paying attention. Was, I know. was weird. Uh, I mean, Ludacris's afro was probably the coolest thing out of that whole thing. And I mean, Alicia Keys is a smoke show, so that's easy on the eyes. Yeah. Um, and then there's that whole. Yeah, yeah. Was, <laughs> it was fun to see Little John and Luda, and then they were at both at the Golden Knights game uh, last night. We were watching that, and they uh, yep. they were talking to them, which is kind of fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, very disappointed the Niners lost. Um, I thought they played well. Um, I thought Brock Purdy deserved a better result. Um, you know, Jennings probably had one of the best Super Bowls a Niners a, a Niner player has ever had. And no one's ever thrown him, a him or Purdy would have been, yeah, and caught one in the same Super Bowl. So, I mean, CMC played well. Um, you know, George Kittle was a non factor, which sucked, but I mean, they 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 were all over him. The middle of the field was just covered. They had you know, hats off to hats off to the Chiefs defense. Uh, they won that game for them. Um, and uh, you know, I, I'll say this one more time, and I hope it's the last time I ever have to talk about it. If I never have to utter the words Taylor Swift again, I will be probably the happiest. I I, I cannot express how r- repellent this whole thing. It, just with her up on the stage, they're not even showing some of the Chiefs that were key in winning the game. They're more concerned about showing her and Ice Spice and Ryan Reynolds' <laughs> wife. Like... I mean, so you're not going to like what I'm reading in breaking news here that Kelsey is now yesterday's news and Boba Shett is now in. Well, what, with, <laughs> with Taylor Swift? I'm just I'll playing. Burn, burn, I'm trying to get you going. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, it's, it, it's I, and you know, for all of the, uh, the, all the people that sort of say to me, oh, it's good for the game. It's not. If you didn't like football before Taylor Swift liked it, you don't like football and you're not a fan. So you know, cheer for her, go to her concerts, go to her movies, pay all that money to buy her her 11th, you know, Lamborghini and her 15th mansion. I'm fine with it. Just keep <laughs> her out of football. And that's it. There it is. <laughs> so anyway, now on a, on a lighter note, you want to pitch what you were talking about? Oh, right. So, uh, I, you know, and I know uh, this is, uh, you know, a platform for us sometimes to just be dingbats, but, you know, this is a serious thing. Uh, my son, Carter, uh, his... Um, uh, U13A3 hockey team is making an attempt to win the Chevrolet Canada Good Deeds Cup. 
Uh, if you are a hockey fan in in Canada, you see this thing all over Hockey Night in Canada. Uh, it's very prestigious. You get $100,000 for your association, which would be North Van Minor, which would be awesome. You also get an NHL game played in your hometown, which is pretty sweet. I mean, you know, it's not that far to, but for us to go for a Canucks game. So, in fact, most of the Canucks live go. in North Van, so they'd probably like <laughs> they'd probably like this. But uh, it's still, it would give us an opportunity. We have a brand new arena that's being built. And this is the kind of thing that really helps out an association build itself up, um, get better players and have retain players. I think that's the biggest thing right now is, is trying to stop kids from leaving minor hockey to go to all of these, um, you know, pay to play models. So if you can at all, you know, just go to, to Facebook and search for the U13 Storm Good Deeds Cup. That's us. It comes up and then anything you can share, like repost uh, and, and, you know, to anything, if you even want to do a good deed and market underneath the hashtags, just do it. They're, they're easy to do. It's amazing how many small things in a day rack up to be good deeds uh, and they make you feel great. So that's my that's my thing. Yeah, there you go. And uh, cheers and a game on to that, my friend. So. All the best of luck to your boys and the uh, team for that. So, and on that point, great deed. Simple. It's so much. Yeah. E- it, it, I, I actually, funny enough, I said the same thing to my daughter the other day. That it's, uh, it's very easy to be mean to everybody. It's harder to go out of your way and do that good deed piece. So, yeah, yep. that piece does definitely help. And as we are seeing, breaking news: Kennedy. Oh, there oh, there is. Taking him out. <laughs> Hello, everybody. So you're just in time, Ken. We were about to just dive into the hot off the presses that Mr. Uh, Lyons sent us off of the fact that it is official that we are going to get to see Boba Shett and the Blue Jays in a City Connect uniform this year. And that is wonderful things. I've been slightly jealous. I still think the Milwaukee Brewers have had the best City Connect jerseys so far because I just love the fact that they're literally wearing the fact that they're a tailgating baseball culture on their sleeve (laughs) because they got the little grill and everything. So first off, are you happy? And I'm actually honestly shocked with the size of the city that Toronto is that they were kind of delayed in getting to this point with getting the City Connect promo and whatnot. But Ken, you just joined us. Say hello and uh, join the convo. Say hello to the nice people, Ken. Hello, everybody. Sorry, celebrating just Chinese New Year, just enjoying a little egg tart here. So, Kong Hei Ha Choi for those listeners there. Go. there. So, I, yes, I saw the news that Jason was talking about City Connect Jersey. Have these? Have they seen any mock-ups for that? I haven't seen it exactly yet. So, all that I read was, it, I actually, after I sent that off to you guys, I actually dug into it a little bit more. So, I feel like the colors might be the light blue and then a really dark um, dark contrasted blue. The picture that they showed was the CN tower and the background of the CN tower was like their, the Robin's egg blue color. And then the CN tower and the ground was in sort of like, like a, like a dark color like that. Like that's a, like a fill in the blank. Yeah. there, Yeah. (laughs) So this is what's on the blue Jays official X slash Twitter account. And, um, it's, there's a lot of people you see it in the jerseys. Does this mean we get to be the black blue jays again? Yeah, <laughs> black jays. Okay. <laughs> um, to know who knows at this point. Um, it's one of those things that obviously as it gets closer, the we'll find out more. They 
correct me if I'm wrong, Jason, when they did the Cincinnati Reds ones, it was like two weeks before they actually wore it or something like that, right? Well, it wasn't, so, it was within proxy to the game that they released. Yeah. Out. I think what they've gotten smart about though, like if you guys remember the San Diego Padres one, so the Padres did the, I have the hat. It's that, that really cool yeah. teal um, Island. So they launched that well in advance because they were brilliant. And they sold out of that hat in minutes and then couldn't keep it in stock. I literally, for six months, tried to get one of those hats. Lids, Fanatics, they were all sold out of them. There was none anywhere. And when I happened to be in Vegas, I happened to go into a Lids and they had one in my size. So it was a really hard get. And I feel like San Diego has been sort of that. And their jerseys were really hard to get too. And they were popular, like the people wanted them. So I feel like the the Jays are pretty smart about this stuff that they do. And I did read that one of the reasons that they don't have a City Connect to this point is because they do have their alternative red and they do have a couple of other alternative jerseys that they already wear. So they wanted to make sure that the teams that still don't have one, like, you know, like I don't know that the Yankees will ever get one, um, you know, like they haven't worn anything but what they wear for so long. You know, the I think the concern would be sullying that jersey, but yeah, who are the, there's a few that don't have them um, that I feel like we'll probably see this year. Like I think the New York Mets don't don't have one yet. Um, Jays, uh, I don't. Does Tampa have one? They have not done one, and honestly, they're one of the ones I'm surprised they have any because they have. Well, some, they have that you know, great throwback the culture there. Yeah, they yes. have that great throwback jersey and the yellow, and it's it's that's an awesome look, an awesome color palette. I really like it. Both of my kids really enjoy that look. So, I mean, who knows? I think the Jays are pretty smart with the, what they try and do marketing wise, and so I think this is one of those ones that, like, when they launched the you know the the last Canada Day hat, the blue one with the red and the blue, I bought it. I bought it right away. I mean, you know, like it's they're smart about what they do, so. I think we'll probably see little snippets and then they'll probably release the hats and then yeah. go full bore with the whole thing. Um, I did order one of these spring training hats. I don't know if you guys have seen those, but I was going to really say like where I was going. They're really nice. <laughs> the spring training hat is slick. Like, I mean, oh, I can't wait to get one of these. If anything, the Jays have to get some kudos. I looked at the other teams <laughs> um, I mean that is that is a great hat. That shit's fire. Yeah, and, the, and it's funny, you know, who has another good one is Milwaukee. Milwaukee's spring training hat is solid. Um, so is the Las Vegas A's. Are we calling them that yet? Or are they still Oakland? <laughs> According to the mayor of Las Vegas, they haven't signed the lease yet. Well, I mean, it's you know, it is They're what the it A's, is. Whatever. It's, but that's a beautiful hat, and, and again. Um, you know, the marketing on a piece like that is super solid, looks great. Um, yeah. You know, the one I honestly that really stood out to me, I loved these Colorado Rockies ones. They're just the, the simple with All purple, purple looked yeah. really, really cool. Good. Um, like another one that I really liked, where is it? I loved the Orioles one. I probably went by it already. <laughs> Wait well, for see it. That, and that Tampa no. one, the Tampa. See the A's one is great. The yellow and the green. Yeah, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Even the Milwaukee with the bright yellow yeah, and the glove. Good, I love the glove logo. Me too. One of the best. Yeah, but I mean, it's there. one of those things oh, where one was just super simple and same thing with the Tigers. It's that same yeah. orange, but my, my my son has one of those Tigers hats, but in green. It's a great bucket. He he often gets comments mm-hmm. on yeah 
on it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's you got to have a little bit more fun with this. I find these ones to be a little bit a little bit boring. Um, you know, I have a couple of spring training hats from other teams. I like the mesh back hats. I think they're for summer and for golf and for stuff like that. I think they're phenomenal. Perfect. So, you know, kudos to the Jays. It's a good looking Bucky. And, uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll see what they come out with with the City Connect stuff. I'm, I'm actually quite excited about it. They've got a lot of opportunity oh. to really kill it. Yeah. So as far as that goes, you've seen that they put usually something culturism or whatever for the city that they are. Like I mentioned a minute ago that they had the baseball culture piece to the uh, Brewers with the tailgating stuff on it. And then obviously all the Milwaukee isms on it, too. And then obviously calling them the brew crew. Um, (laughs) Just spitballing random ideas, things to talk about. If you're talking about putting things on this jersey outside of like literally putting the CN Tower on the thing somewhere... (laughs) What are you thinking as far as putting on the uh, as far as Blue Jays culture pieces? What are you putting on that uh, City Connect jersey? Kenny, you live there. You start. I'm thinking at least they got to have the. I'm going to still call it the Sky Dome. That has a show there somewhere, right? I, I refuse to call Rogers Center, so they must have that there somewhere. Um, and I hope for Ken's I, sake yeah. that they bring back the uh, turtle freaking mascot and put it. In. Was it Domer? (laughs) Maybe it's Domer, yeah. I'll go find it and see if you guys remember this. (laughs) I feel like you're going to have a reference to the six, I think. Um, Yeah. I think more than likely, like, I mean, that may even be the whole thing. It may say the six on it. Um, Because the Jays really don't have any sort of, you know, like, like, you know, Vancouver is often referred to as Rain City. Like that's like a lot of our soccer groups that follow the Whitecaps. Like there's the Rain City Brigade. And I mean, I guess they call Toronto the Big Smoke. That one might be a cool idea. Um, Hogtown. Um, you know, it like you couldn't really fit most arrogant city in the world on it. So I think they would they would <laughs> diverge away from that. Oh, maybe they could go with the Maple Leafs logo and then everyone would be gonna, super yeah, happy. You know what? A leaf logo. No, that team. We can't do that. Maybe they could get a. Here, I got it. It just came to me in a in a in a in a dream. Morgan Riley cross-checking that guy from the Ottawa Senators in the mouth for no reason. Maybe they should put that on the front. Buzzing. I'm trying to find the one that I found the <laughs> other day. Some gentleman's been go, like redoing the uh, oh, City Connectors yeah, for every team on, uh, yeah. and um, he's a good follow on TikTok, Instagram, all that kind of good stuff. And um, it actually, I didn't agree with the jersey idea too much, but the hat I loved, yeah. and it was six, but you had the CN Tower in where the eye was. Yeah, it'll be something like and that it, for sure. It was really 100%. cool. <laughs> um, you know, it's, so. they, they know what butter's bread there in Toronto. It's it's it'll be that it'll be the CN Tower. I mean, when you're sitting at the game, the CN Tower is right there. It's it's the right thing yeah. to do. It's a, it's the right monument to use. And then, like I said, I feel like it'll be the six like that'll be it'll be something like that because they don't want to have it look raptory. I don't think. And you know what? You can start to get raptory if you start, you know, trying to manipulate it into some sort of a slang term or, you know, like like Los Raptors or something like that. You know what I mean? Um, But yeah, I think it's fun. I I love that stuff. And I'd be interested to see who else comes out with theirs this year. Um, And, uh, you know, I'm I'm always a big fan. I'm a big Jersey guy. I'm a big hat guy. Like I love the, the, all the minor league ones, like, especially when they do like, have you guys seen like the Luchador series from a lot of them? And, um, oh, just so much. I love the the Lansing lug nuts went 
all out on that one with the luchador stuff and it's great <laughs> i know it's awesome I, the chihuahuas did too aren't they in san antonio um and yep. then isotopes oh, no, they had a really, yeah um somebody went to the low riders like the 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 hat is a low like the logo is a low rider with the chihuahua in the window like it's just good stuff fun good stuff um, yeah so there's no so there's no release actually, date for these things eh no like they the, kind of just no, sprinkle there's... them around to, to get some uh to get some excitement going speaking of excitement fellas did, uh, did the player did, did pitchers and catchers report today officially or is it tomorrow friday friday so you know I, I i i've been thinking about this a lot and you know the the one thing that and i'll let you guys you know sort of express your thoughts on it who is is a little weirded out that we haven't seen anything from alec manoa I mean, other than the fact there was a report in the Toronto Sun today that says he's there, he's in good shape. He just got there yesterday, and they yeah. did have some pictures of him. He looks great. Oh, did they? So, yeah. Do you yeah. have any pictures of it? I'll see I if I can find out a lot. But yeah, but I I have to do something because we I touched on it, and because I I yes. before we dive full into spring training, I have to be this guy because I don't know if Ken, this is just you put this horrible memory out of your mind about the Domer comment that I had, but you do you remember the Sky Dome mascot? That is oh, so good. Jesus. Look at him, Domer. Wow, look at that guy. Uh, oh, and just, just rocking out. You know, no oh, big deal. Yes, now he's a dinosaur. Be a turtle. Oh, God, I miss the nineties. Oh, that's glorious. Yeah. I just think we it's funny. Bring that Domer he's, back uh, on a shirt. These are going. We should, yeah. a, we should get a Blue Jay watching shirt made with Domer on it. <laughs> I, you know, back, I'm not opposed I, to I that. need my Domer. Yeah, bring yeah. back Domer. We that would be our whole thing. Bring, bring back, back free Domer. Apparently, it was at bring the 25th Domer. anniversary special in 2014. Just saying. There he goes with Expo <laughs> Ernie. Yeah, Expo <laughs> Ernie. <laughs> there it is. And I'll, and I'll start playing the Valderie. La, la, la. <laughs> well, I'm all good. So anyway. But, as, but yes, it, Manoa is there. I'll see if I can dig in and find some pictures to that point. But honestly, guys, I don't know if you've seen on Twitter and Instagram and not, not, not who is actually there, but I'm actually asking the question of who isn't there yet because it seems like the gang is there and they're already obviously getting the workouts in, work, you know, building the team up as far as, you know, thankfully we are mostly returning. There's some other rumors we'll talk about in a little bit here that won't go away. But I'm like I said, everything I keep seeing, I'm actually shocked on who might not actually be at camp because I feel like I've seen pictures of everybody. I've seen Bassett, I've seen Gossman, Vladdy, Bo, name it. And then to your point, even Manoa. I think that's yeah. exciting if they're all there even early. And the, some There's of a lot of players, players been there for like two, three weeks. There's a that? lot of players there early, like earlier than yeah. than I would expect. And you know, I, I will say this. After the last two years the Jays have had, you know, with the, the year prior, then they, they say, okay, it's no fun, no fun city anymore. We're getting rid of the jacket. We're getting down to business and we're still not going to do any better than we did the year, year before. So I feel like that the, the management may have said, you know what, guys, we need you here early. We need you here in tip top shape. And we're going to, we're really going to like, we're going to, we're going to go through this as a team. Like, like I noticed that Shohei and a few of the Dodgers were already, uh, at their facility and hitting, um, you know, and so I, I'm starting to wonder if these guys aren't so much worried about the day they're asked to report 
um, as much as just sort of showing up and starting to support the team and support the guys. And Manoa would be one of those guys that might need that a little bit of that extra support right now. Get it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, but yeah. So I'm, I'm in the midst of digging through Blue Jays Twitter to see who is in camp already. And uh, it's like I said, it's quite impressive and whatnot. But um, Gossman being the one that I was shocked I was there already because, you know, he's just going to come into the season and deal, you know, and yeah. him being there that much earlier to be able to, you know, there's some impressive kids on this list, too, that we're going to talk yep. about here in a minute, yep. too, that are the non-roster invitees. But the fact that even just, uh, you know, there, I got a picture here from 23 hours ago of Bo and Bo and uh, Springer hanging out in the cage. Yeah. You know, it's those kind of it. things. You said Kikuchi's in camp. So things like that. It, I, I think it speaks to the fact that I'll go a step further to where you were talking about it, Jason. And um, what it's one thing if management said, hurry up and get your ass down to the, you know, the amazing complex that they have to be able to do whatever the hell they needed to get ready yeah. for the, the season. What if Springer and the guys said, Hey, you know what? It's put up or shut up time, get your ass down here. You know? And I think that would, I don't know which way it went, but yeah, Springer's been there for, I feel like in two weeks. Already. I think he lives there. He's already he officially said, lives in. Yeah. Uh, he's got a cot. He sleeps Willie Mays Hayes style outside of the facility. Um, After they've all taken him out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think, you know, and I think this is something that's going to be very important. And, and I, I would be very surprised if we don't see a fairly significant Alec Manoa press conference Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. One of the three. Um, he'll be flanked by a couple of guys, you would think. Um, they'll probably want to have um, non, not Ricky Tiedemann in there. Uh, they probably want to have like maybe Kakuch or um, you know somebody that 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 sort of will will would be a support piece for him. Um, and then it might even be it might even be one of the catchers to be honest with you. Um, but that being said, I feel like the Jays are going to make a big deal about him being back. They're going to make a big deal about him being healthy so that the lingering questions can sort of go away. Um, I don't think they want people bringing up last year. I don't think they want, you know, and when they do, I guarantee you the media machine has sort of said to them, you know what, Alec, they're going to ask you some hard questions. Just give them, give them very little, you know, if things come off the rails a couple months from now, you know, you're probably going to come unhinged anyway. So, Let's try and keep it, you know, keep it so that it's not all about you. Let's try and make sure you cruise through, you know, spring training fairly unscathed and then um, see what we can get into in the first couple of months. I feel like they're really taking care of him, which is awesome to see. Well, you want you want him to be able to go out and show his talents off, right? You don't want him to be bogged down by all the other nonsense. Ken, can you imagine coming into your work and trying to get your spring training on and... <laughs> just getting slammed by everybody in your which way when you were already having a problem to begin no, with. That, no, I, I, yeah. I just can't even. Yeah. So he's going to need a great support system. I think Jason really brought it up there too. Like, honestly, I believe that any response that any media has from a no, he's just give a very canned response, you know, nothing that they can really dig their teeth into just a very broad statement kind of thing. And just, you know, show it through your work, show it through your results, right? I think baseball is a results-driven game, right? So, you, you know, yeah. you can do everything right, but you're not winning and you're not performing. It doesn't really matter, right? So let, yeah, let's actually be louder than the boards. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you want to see how somebody is putting in the work already? 
Sure. Yes, yes, I do. This yeah. guy. Love JT. Get ready for it. Yeah, <laughs> it looks pretty damn good in blue J blue. Not gonna lie. Wait for it. And there, there it is. we go. <laughs> <laughs> Clean cut, ready to go. Game yeah. on. His beard is looking phenomenal. Yeah, that is that oh, is a solid red beard. <laughs> Mid-season form already. Yeah. <laughs> best yeah. shape of his life. Best beard shape of his life. <laughs> I uh, I thought it was interesting as well. Um, I watched a little thing on Justin Turner talking about um, you know just going to Toronto and I you know he's him and his wife uh, are really big proponents of a couple of different charities and he works closely with Baseballism uh, the the brand on a couple of different incentives and. Um, one of the things he was talking about is is he's hears from all of the guys who've been Blue Jays and are Blue Jays is how well the community supports um, any kind of charity or anything that the the professional athletes of the city support. Um, Toronto really does get behind their athletes. I mean, Ken, you know, I mean, there's there's very few people who live there that aren't fans of the teams and. They really, you know, like it was one of the first things he said. He said, you know, people were asking him about his initiatives and, and his charities and other before they were asking sort of questions about other things. And it's like, you know, it's pretty cool to 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 know that that not only the people, but even the media um, are savvy enough in Toronto to be able to to key on something like that, to know that he's a, a huge guy with his charity and that they have to make an effort um, to make him feel welcome. Um but yeah. again, he looks great too. Holy, I saw a picture of him just standing. Um, he looks like he might have shed fifteen pounds, um, and he wasn't he a looks huge like a lean, dude. mean fighting machine, man. He's gonna poke somebody's <laughs> eye out. I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah, and then like I. I, I can't be excited, more excited to see what Justin Turner can do in the role that he's doing, and I. I with what's going on with him, okay, great. What are you expecting to get out of him this year? I'm thinking you're thinking half of the games he can play third base or DH, and, and you're just going to figure out the rest of it. But I think that puts to the point where them getting to camp early, them doing all these things, they're going to see all these wonderful flexibilities you really see. I can't say that it's the best wins of everything we could have gotten over the offseason, but you guys remember how it was at the end of last season. It was getting to the point. It's like, okay, who's going to really get healthy and start hitting at the right time? Yeah. Okay, maybe having a bunch of the same level of people ain't such a bad thing, you know, and be able to keep that same quality of product on the field. And I know they say oh. that, like, everybody who's still available out there, I think that the Giants are really the only team that that are really still talking to to anybody. I still think there's a strong chance the Jays land Solaire before, the, before training camp is either done or starts, one of the two. I feel like we're going to see a little mini frenzy of a few guys going, um, possibly a couple of small trades. I mean, I remember, um, was it, was it two years ago or last year when, uh, when, uh, the Dodgers picked up, um, Kevin Pillar, uh, it in training camp. And we were literally standing there. I'm not joking. when I say this, we were standing watching their facility and Kevin Pillar was standing outside of the rail. He wasn't inside the facility and he kind of did this and a person came over and did this and he ran into the facility and he still had his, uh, at that point he was a, was he a red? I don't know where he was playing in between there. Um, but he had the bags from wherever it was. Was he in Cleveland maybe? Yeah. So he runs across and you can see him like throwing all his gear down and he pulled on a, a Dodger Jersey and a hat and 
that hat didn't fit. So he grabbed another one and then he's grabbing gloves and cleats and he comes running out and everyone starts cheering. No one knows who he is, right? I mean, it's, it's not like he's, you know, like we know him, but, and, and I was like, Holy did Kevin Pillar. And yeah, I went on my phone. I'm like, just signed by the Dodgers, Kevin Pillar. So. Yep. There's and, and, and that's funny because that's happened a few times in history where they literally walked across from dugouts to the other one in the middle of yeah. the game. Or <laughs> I think he had been told he would, had been picked up, and so he showed up, and they were kind of yeah. like, "Oh shit, we forgot Kev was coming." Sorry, Kev. Here's the keys. Here's your passcode. <laughs> so. so. But I, I, you mentioned some of the rumors that won't go away and die, Jason, there for a second. Did you hear what Major League Baseball actual good beat writer wrote the other day about Cody Bellinger? No. I'm curious to hear this. Jeff Passan's, Jeff Passan was one, writing an article the other day on possible landing places, and he said that the Blue Jays and Cody Bellinger still look the best on paper of all free agent signings that he sees. And I don't think he's wrong, because even, I like you mentioned, I love the Solaire idea. I really do. But right now, Cody Bellinger's market isn't what I think they thought it was going to be. Everybody sees the one season like you were talking about. I'm wondering if he is still in a one-year put-up-or-shut-up kind of ballpark here right now where he can come out and get a brick of money this season and then get the long-term deal that he's been trying to get this offseason, next offseason, in a light outfield class. Because right now, you know the Yankees are going to pay Juan Soto. He's not going to be a free agent. Cody Bellinger has a chance to be the top outfielder for a second year in a row if he does what he did last year. And... It might look really good on them. They really could. But in the midst of that, then maybe the, the Blue Jays are the ones that just say, oh, yeah, by the way, dumpster full of money for this one year. Help us win a freaking championship. And then maybe they're the ones that even turn around and build on that year. That was what Passon was pitching in that article. Now, here's my here's my only thought on that. I feel like if teams thought there was value in Cody Bellinger, somebody would have signed him by now. Here's Here's what I think. I think someone's going to sign him. I don't think he will go unsigned. I think he will get signed will. for about $6 million less than Cody Bellinger wants to get signed for. I think people are holding yes. out. People are saying, you know mm-hmm. what, Cody? We understand that you had a great year yet last year, but you have no other suitors at this point. You probably have just the Giants and and the Jays, I would say. I mean, there may be the Mariners or somebody else poking around sort of in the in the dark a little bit and in the quiet. But I mean, for the most part, you're really down to a couple of suitors. And so, you know, what happens on The Bachelor? You know, like sometimes yeah. those lesser quality ladies, they get their own show. So, you know, you've got to you've got to make sure that that you know, if Cody holds out and says, no, 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 I'm worth 25. Maybe he doesn't play for the first three months. Maybe he doesn't play until somebody gets hurt. But if he realizes the potential value of a giant year, maybe he says, ah, screw it. I'll go, I'll take 15 or I'll take 17 or I'll take 20 for this year, which still isn't throwing, you know, a ton of money at him. I mean, it's a lot. It's not chump change by any means. No, but it's it's probably It's not his value. His value is probably more like 24 to 26 would be my guess, just based on guys signing in the majors. So if you, if you, and I'm sure the Jays have had this conversation where they've said, Hey, you know, 18 looks a lot better than nothing, Cody, you know, like that kind of a thing. So I'll be interested to see 
who those suitors are and who does make those final, you know, pushes. There's a few really good pitchers that are still out there and available. And, um, yep. you know, like I can't, be one we talked about. Yeah. I, and I can't imagine those guys. I mean, every player is going to overvalue themselves until they don't have a job. Like, yeah. you know, when, when they're three weeks into spring training and these guys haven't shown up anywhere, you know, that's when you start to go, oh, what did the last guy offer? 12 million? Well, maybe we'll take that. You know, maybe, you know. Is this still, offer still good? Yeah. <laughs> I, I still have a Bentley to, to pay for and, you know, whatever the, whatever they're into. So, you know, who knows? Like you said earlier in the opening part, you you got to pay for Taylor Swift's freaking uh, five Lamborghini, oh, yeah. whatever she's probably got, right? T Swift's Lambo fund. Yeah. <laughs> got to pay for so let's the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> The people that aren't making billions of dollars in the, the you know off season here. Have you guys seen the non-roster invitee list for spring training? The gentlemen that are going to get a chance to you know play for a job this uh, spring. No, and I'm so excited if you have it. I looked for it today. I couldn't. Find I do it. have it. Oh yes, I'm just going to show it. it. So, it up. <laughs> so oh, is that written? there's some great ones on here. I'm not, I not. Is anybody really shocked that Ricky Tiedemann is on this after being the Arizona Fall League pitcher of the year kind of thing? Um, But there's some other guys on here that I've seen. Zach Britton being a monster that I love that guy to see what he could do with uh, his bat. Um, I love the tools that Cam Eden can really bring. We saw him up in the major leagues a little bit last year. The guy is a fucking speed demon, and that's about the best way of saying it. If he could find a way to get some of those, you know, singles. Because right now, I think everybody thinks he could be a... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Rajay Davis for yeah. Blue Jays fans. Yeah. He, the problem is he can't steal first base, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I mean, you gotta get on, you got to get on first somehow. Um, but... I think he's I think he's just as athletic, if not more athletic than Rajay is. Yeah. So I think there's some extra upside there, but he's got to find a way to put that talent together and really get in hit on it. But he could. And I think he's going to have a chance to show that off a little bit. But some he's of these fast. other guys, uh, Phil Clark was the guy we picked up uh, when we lost. Um, who was the ca- or, Oh, Tyneman. Tyneman. Yeah. <laughs> so. And I can um, tell I can tell you guys from from experience and watching these guys, um, mm-hmm. uh, Damiano Palma Palma Jerry Palma and Jerry Palma Palmagiani Palmagiani. Okay, I'm never yeah, gonna say it go. right. Got wrong. It. You know what? We'll try and get you on the show. I'm never gonna say it right. I apologize <laughs> so bad. I looked it up. This, That's the only reason I know how to say this it. This kid is an absolute gamer. He is yeah. big. He is strong. 
I don't just love him because he's from Surrey, BC, but this guy could make most rosters in the majors this year coming. He had a massive offseason this year playing in the um, the Mexican League and in the Texas League or Arizona League, sorry. Um, just crushed the baseball. Monster. Um, I mean, he's he's everything you want. And, and if you guys look here, I mean, if you look at the list, it's only catchers, pitchers, and him and Cammy. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yep. So, I mean, that's a real good side side for Dom. I mean, he can play third. He can play first. I've seen him play the outfield. Um, he's fast for a big dude, like, and he's he's tall, yeah. not just big, and just a monster at the dish. So he's my hope for a for at least a sniff up there. Wow. Yeah. He's got some really good stuff. I, I I honestly can't wait to see more of him. And I'm hoping he's in Buffalo this year so I can see even more of him yeah. being yeah. in Rochester a whole hour away from there. Uh, so and they play here in town like half the time. Uh, so um the other one that I am dying to see more of, and it's because he finally has, I'll say, designation of what position he's gonna play. Alan Roden was a pitcher when I saw him the first time. Oh, so yeah. he was yeah. one of those guys that was a uh, um trying to be Shohei. And he honestly, I saw him playing in Bluefield, and that was one of the things that I he has a lot of great athleticism. And I'm really interested to see now that he's got a home in the outfield, what his minor league season looks like. He's a, obviously a very big stretch for getting to the major league roster, but you some this is what baseball is all about. You don't know what you're going to get at the end of the day, and you get those wonderful stories like we did last year with Davis Schneider, and you know maybe Palmaginiani or is one of those guys or you know you get somebody like Roden or eden or even somebody like zach Britton gets a chance and you never know so see what happens but there's some guys here that are like i said some good pieces of the puzzle possibly not just the throw-ins for the non-roster invitee that um at the end of the day you don't think are going to make the 40-man roster but maybe they push their way onto it like tiedemann yeah. actually has a very obviously a very solid chance but some yeah. of these other guys Robertson. Will Robertson's a good baseball player as well. I remember him. Um, I had to go look at his face to remember him. Um, we went and watched a game. I feel like it might have even been last year where he had two three-run homers in the same game. Um, both That's demolished. Oh, and he hit the AW. Uh, he hit the AW root beer mug, and so we all got free teen burgers. Ah, yeah, say that because I'm sitting here pouring another beer. There you go. <laughs> I'm real professional like that. Yeah. But to that point, hey, hey, the Blue Jays need those guys. And it's yeah. never the end of the world to have a little bit more extra pop in your minor league system. And some of these guys, like I said, since uh, Alan Roden was a guy that was throwing 95 miles an hour when I saw him as a pitcher. So if you have that arm in the outfield, what does that look like? It's going to be fun. So outside of the guys that we already have on the 40-man roster, and guys, I don't know if you've seen what's on our 40-man roster, too. That's the next piece of this puzzle. Um, there's some guys that are on that tipping edge right now that don't have options to be sent down to the Meyer leagues that they're going to have some serious conversations to this year. Like I look at Santiago Espinal doesn't have any, um, some of those guys like that, there are quote unquote bench guys, but they obviously have a chance to get to the major leagues and stay with the major league team because they're that talented. I, Oh, it was Nathan Lucas. That was one of the other ones that we saw a lot of him last year. Not as yeah. much as I would have liked, but a guy that's got all kinds of crazy athleticism and baseball talent 
that you have to either make room for or hope he slips through the waivers when the Major League Baseball season starts and gets a chance to play in Buffalo. But at that time, because he's out of minor league options, any team in baseball can go, you know what? I really like Nathan Lucas. I can take him. And long he as they get, put them he, on their 25-man roster. He'll get taken for I, sure. I, I think he would. I really do. So I'm going to look at the rest the, of that list. I'm, that's that's a fun the hard combo. part. That's the hardest part. I mean, you want, you know, and especially when a guy, if a guy has a good training camp, like this is where you might see the Jays seem to have a real um, embarrassment of riches in that sort of guys who can give you, you know, 40 or 50 or maybe even 60, maybe even a full season of games. They can play a couple of different positions. Well, they all hit the ball. Well, they all seem to have really good baseball IQ. The Jays are loaded with that kind of player where they may not have the young super stud or the young, you know, crazy power hitter, although, you know, we've got Barger. So he, I mean, he can hit the ball out of the yard a lot. So I mean, maybe they do, but they've got this sort of uh, like, you know, like Luke's and, and Schneider and and you know, like all of the Buffalo guys that came up last year, they're all sort of in the same sort of thing. Like they can all play the outfield. They can all play the infield. They all have played both of those positions. And so maybe they start become, yeah, maybe they start to become really attractive to some of these teams who need to finish off their rosters with guys who have MLB acumen. Like you don't if you're the Cincinnati Reds, you may not want to take a chance on a first baseman that doesn't have their stripes in the MLB. So then what do you do? Oh, you've got, you know, Paulman and Jerry. He he's a he's a good player. What could we trade for him? And, and they've got lots of talent, lots of good young talent that you could maybe poach. Um, you know, the Pirates are looking for some infielders. The Brewers would take, and I could go play third base for the Brewers at this point right now. They're so bad. <laughs> you know, like there's teams out there that are on this sort of cusp of of not really all in and not really all out. The Indians, or sorry, the Guardians. Whoops. Um, oh, there's the other one. Ernie Clement was the other one that's out of options. Yes. Yeah. So, oh. I mean, there's guys that are out of options and the, the Jays either have to trade them or they got to drag them along the, the in the season. And we all know how that works. You can't drag guys anymore. You've got to have players. You've got to have guys who you can put in. And if you leave a guy like Ernie Clement on the bench for 40 games or 50 games, why? Like, he's a valuable asset. I hate losing assets. But if you can turn that asset into a stud pitcher or a good reliever or, a, you know, whatever, if you can get four or five draft picks for these guys, do it now. Why not? I mean, yeah. the Jays. I apologize have a for laughing. I wasn't laughing at you. I was laughing. I found the other, the third person that was out of options, and I'm like, okay, I'm good with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch White. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, Mitch, we love you, buddy. We love you, Mitch. Um, I, all the best work opportunity in the world, but I really do hope the best for Mitch White at the end of the yeah. day. But he's he's going to make a hell of a softball player. Scenery needs it. <laughs> Mitch will make a hell of a softball player, buddy. <laughs> there we go. The, the, the dust bunnies will be, you know, glad to have you on their co-ed team at Riverway this year. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the ones that are out of options, like I said, are Ernie Clement, Mitch White, and uh, who did I say first? I forget. Espinal. I lost it. Espinal apparently is on a major league deal, so he yeah, actually he's, he's gets to stay regardless. Okay. Yeah, he's got his tenure or whatever. In oh, what the hell was it? Oh, Nathan Lucas. Yeah. Yeah. So those three guys are on the outside looking in if they don't make the major league team right off the bat this year. 
because like I said, they have to go through waivers to be able to go to the Buffalo Bisons. <laughs> but it is what it is. Yeah. But it is. on that note, you want to hear what our projected lineup is supposedly for this season? It is this way too early for spring training. Want, uh, to, can I guess? I think it's can rather I, ironic and silly. Okay. Can I guess Give me the starting catcher. Well, the start behind the dish. We'll say starting catcher. My question is, be... do you really have it on your screen already? No, I don't. Honestly, <laughs> here I get you. Danny Jansen. I'm going to put behind the plate. Danny okay. Jansen behind the plate. Vladdy at one. Uh, yep. I'm going to put uh, Justin Turner at two. Bo at three. Um, I'm going to put Espinal at, at uh, sorry, at Bo at short. Espinal at three. And then I'll go Springer, Varsho, well, you know, in any order, Springer, Varsho, and Kiermeyer in the outfield. You got most of it, according. Well, and to to this point, I like your lineup better than what I'm looking at on Fangraphs, right? <laughs> Fangraphs has got Springer in the leadoff hole playing right. Yeah. Um, Bobachet batting two, shortstop, Vladdy, and then Justin Turner DHing playing in a fourth spot. Hmm. Kevin Biggio playing third base. <laughs> I forgot about uh, David Schneider playing two. Really? Marshall playing left, Kirky, and then Kiermeyer. Hmm. I forgot and about our bench, our, bench is, our bench is Danny Jansen, Spencer Horowitz, Santiago Espinal, and Isaiah Kiner Falafa. Well, I forgot about him too. I yeah, completely but to that sorry, point, I, I don't. I, <laughs> I, I, as far as that kind of thing goes, though, honestly, I, I'll give you a freaking toss up if there's any one of those three I really better at third base between uh Biggio, IKF, and Espinal. I I I really think we have three of the same player that could play third base yeah. this season. And I'll even give you a fourth because David Schneider can play third base yeah. too. It's they're drawing yeah. straws. At second base yeah. and at third base, they're drawing straws. And there was a, some Correct. people that that reached out to me this week, some friends and some uh, some fans of the show that were were really on me about why they're not signing Chapman, 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 Chapman. Well, the reason is is they have much, I know, much less expensive Chapmans. And is he the best defensive? Is he the best defensive third baseman in the league? Mm, yes, maybe, maybe. Uh, offensively, yeah. does he have a gorgeous swing? Yes. Has he been challenged at the plate for two years now, really? Yes. So, I mean, you know, you get a guy like Espy who's been hot, and, and and when he's hot, he is untouchably hot. Same with Biggio. Hot, really hot. And if the Jays can yeah. take advantage of the fact, and they've got Barger too. Like, we keep forgetting about this kid who is coming up behind these guys. And at training camp this year, I guarantee you, he plays third. They're going to hear nothing but those giant footsteps coming yeah. because that guy is born to mash baseballs. He, if he gets into the majors, he will be Pete Alonso. He will be, you know, uh, what's that guy from um, from Atlanta? Um, their big first baseman um, who, who just oh, came out. Olson. Olson. Olson came out of nowhere this year and hit forty or whatever yeah. the hell it was. That is going to be Barger. And so what we've got is this embarrassment of well, riches. That I'll even go step one. Let me go one step further, even because it's a bigger embarrassment than I think you're even going at. You have Ernie Clement that can play third base too. Right. right. And then you have a Ralvis <laughs> Martinez, who is the, um, I think he was, if he wasn't the home run leader in the international league in AAA, he was damn near close to it. Yeah. 
<laughs> so I mean, I agree is... with you that Barger or Aralvis could show up and just steal the job this spring yes, and absolutely. put all those other guys on notice. And it wouldn't shock me. It really wouldn't. We saw the show that Barger did last spring. Yep. Everybody was wondering why the fuck we still have Matt uh, Chapman for a bit there. And then Matt Chapman destroyed baseballs all April last year and then fell off the face of the planet. But it's amazing <laughs> what those footsteps can do, right? Like, it's amazing when you hear those footsteps, what they can do to you. And, and I mean, a lot of people perform better, obviously, in a contract year, no matter what. But I feel like at no other time in Major League one. Baseball ha- as have the older guys, even the mid-age guys, been like, oh, God, I got three kids chasing me. They're faster than me. Yeah. They're better than me. And they make half my money. Like, yeah. it's crazy. I forgot one more. Um and Jason, I, I'm pretty sure you were quite keen on him watching the Buffalo Bisons box scores. Uh, Rafael Latigua. Yeah, love him. He's another one that they actually re-signed to a minor league deal. So he's yeah. another guy that's a non-roster invite that wasn't shown on that uh, list a minute ago. It's it's crazy. And, you know, like we, we, we complain and we complain and we complain because it's our job to do it about, you know, not getting not getting Otani and not doing this and not doing that. You know, the Jays have a hell of a team just as is. Like, if you take the best they've got at every position, they're better than most at this point. Yeah. And I feel like at some point they're going to realize that. They had moments last year where they realized it, <clears throat> especially when Snyder came up and those other guys were coming up and every single guy they plugged in, they were like, oh, God, you're just as good as the guy that's hurt, you know, yeah. or maybe better. Yeah. And so I feel like we at have some that at third point, base right now. Yeah, at some point this this season, early in the season, the that the the powers that be will be strong enough to take chances on young kids. They always have. Uh, that's one of the things I do appreciate about this, you know, sort of this regime is they're more than willing to take a chance on a kid. And I think they're seeing the writing on the wall from uh, Cincinnati and the Orioles and um, all these teams that are willing to take a chance on a kid that may not have any MLB acumen, but I mean, the good Lord are the good baseball players. Tools. Yeah. You, you try to recruit tools and, at, and to your point that you've said on this show many times, and I think Ken, you actually were the one that said this athleticism, athleticism, athleticism. <laughs> You'll find a place for these athletic guys to fit into this club. And right now, like you said, we have an embarrassment of riches that second and short, second, short and third space in this uh, lineup in this roster. So it's only going to, what's what's the what's the problem for the blue jays going for the hot hand at whatever given moment out of any of those guys all it will i say do. right now you're gonna at least get the batting average you got from matt chapman last year you might yep. not get the glove but you got the bat- yeah <laughs> and i mean if you can combine if you can combine a batting average between a, a barger and a bgio or a, a you know anybody oh. that you can put together to to hit 280 or 290 or whatever 275 even yeah get you a couple of home runs and start to learn the position better. You know, like, like there are guys on the team that are talented enough to play three, four or five of them at the major league level. And I mean, if you can be athletic, like you said, and if you can show management that you have, you can improve this position just with heart and soul. Um, You know, like we've got a kid who I've coached for a long time. His name is Max Einhorn. And uh, Max made the uh, U U thirteen North Shore twin, no U fifteen uh, North Shore twins, which is a huge honor for a kid who baseball was not his sport. But I will tell you this: Max Einhorn is a kid like David Schneider. 
He works his ass off and he is being rewarded now. And it's great because all of the kids that sort of as Max was going along, he was always kind of an, an, a, a little bit above average baseball player. He wasn't the best. He wasn't the worst. But now they've realized that, you know, you can improve your skill the whole way along. And if you're outworking everybody, that's when the teams start, they start to notice you. Like that's when you go to a yeah. Juco and you outwork the three, you know, clowns that are there. And they're like, you're our starting third baseman. And everyone's like, what? And you know, you're a leadoff hitter. You're a, a, you know, like there's a lot of, a lot of things to be said for, for people who have that kind of acumen. And I mean, you know, I feel like, I feel like I'm lucky every day to be able to, to, to coach the kids that I do, because I get to see these kids start to turn into adults and they start to learn their own lessons without me having to, to say, look at this guy who worked hard and did this. They've got a kid right in front of us who does it. And they aspire now to be like that, which is awesome. Yeah, I told I I I'm so like I I think you noticed I was on Fangraphs a minute ago. There's a name here I completely forgot about, and okay. he was uh, when I saw him pitching in uh, Bluefield a few years before he had his, um he had to have Tommy John. Completely forgot about in Blue Jays fandom, Eric Pardino, the Brazilian uh, Thunderbolt, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah. Him I remember him. I forgot that he was even in the system at this point, but he, I forgot that he started his rehab last year. It's fifty six point two innings, and he did pretty rough. But to that point, he's coming off an injury. But that's another guy that I totally forgot that we had in our minor league system. That you talk about a guy at age twenty three still, and he's been in our system for five years. I know that's nuts. Jeez, and he said Tommy John out of Brazil. Yeah. So, so I mean, he's ready to rip. He's your, he's a, he's Justin Verlander. He's going to come out. He, he'll, I, he'll go to camp this year and be throwing 95, 97 miles. He was already throwing there, wasn't he? He was before Tommy John. Yeah. So he'll when go I up. saw him he'll pitching be- in Bluefield in 2019, this kid was insane. I watched him mow through the Tampa Bay Rays guys who won the championship that year yeah. in that league. He'll be, he'll be 97 so, to 101. He'll be yeah. your Jordan Hicks. <laughs> To that point, that's a guy that's going to be in the minor league camp that I'm actually going to make sure I keep my eye on this year because, like I said, him having a 70 ERA and bounce back season, not having any control or anything for not pitching for a year and a half. Because that's how long it was. He threw 15 innings in 2022, and he didn't pitch till the end of last year in 2023. So it was almost you know a year and a half do? by the time he got back on the field. We need to, as re- responsible podcast hosts, we need to, before the season starts, when it's starting to get down to the nitty gritty on the Jays team, we almost need to get like a whiteboard or something behind you there, Craig. And we'll just start like, like, let's like, go to the board. Yeah, let's go to the board. And Hatterberg, David Justice. <laughs> and he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I like where your, your head's at, Jason. I'll see yeah, if I can make that happen. We should also pick, be that guy a, that starts drawing horrible John Madden sounds. No, you see here, you gotta go yeah, over here, and yeah. you gotta get in the end zone. If you don't score football points, you don't get the football win. Yeah, we also <laughs> should we should also put our horse. Each one of us should put our horse behind one guy that's fringe, and from here on out, that's our guy. It can be a pitcher, it can be a catcher, it can be a position player, and let's not tell anybody yeah. what they are. And maybe even two weeks from now or a week from now. That's what all of our things down here we'll say. Have like an envelope unre- unrevealing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so here's my guy, and and you know we can we can 
um, you know, we can start to push. Just behind. Because I have that that, I can go full, full Johnny Carson. Yeah. Get oh. to this. You go to the Slauson cutoff and cut off your Slauson. Hey. Hey. Oh, no, I like that idea. We're going to have to play with that. It's almost like a preseason pick the click. Yeah. Well, don't let Ken so, do it. No, because Ken wins everything. Ken wins everything. So <laughs> it's those quiet ones you got to watch out for, Jason. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So, but. I want to. I, I have something fun I want to end the show with. I hope you guys have a few extra minutes because we're going to go over if we do the fun thing. But I want to get your way too early spring training thing you're looking forward to here. Um, I'm like I said, I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens at third base. I really, really, really want to see a Robles Martinez or Addison Barger just come in and steal that job. That's that's my personal hope for this spring training piece. Uh, Ken, do you want to go first <laughs> after that? Yeah, well, you know, I'm just looking what forward looking to for? really seeing. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Turner's like how he's going to perform, how he's going to gel with the team uh, from that. Because like I think we have a lot of high hopes for him that he can hopefully recreate the season he had before. So I think I'm going to have an eye on him. But I also really want to take a look at our big boys. Right, we got Vlad and Bo, and how are they going to come out of spring training? Are they going to come in with a chip on their shoulders to say, okay, last year, okay, was not what we wanted. I, we got to tear it up this year. So those are the ones I'm looking for. Yeah. Jason. I'm, I'm going to, I got a two headed Hydra here that I'm really going to be watching as we, and I, I was remiss to get the word Hydra in. Do I win? Is that on the bingo card that I got Hydra in for this one? Okay. Good. Hail Hydra. It's not a Marvel movie guy. We're not in the MCU. No, By the way, did you, have you guys seen, did you guys watch the trailer for Deadpool three? Yes. Um, yes, I did. And I was dying. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Anyways, I'm not going to give that any more run. It's so funny. Go watch it. If you're watching now, go watch it after we're done. Not now. So here's my two. My first one is I want David Schneider on the Jays. And I want him to be the same David Schneider he was last year. And I want this guy to sort of be like Wonder Bat. Like, I want this guy like 10 years from now, I want people talking about how this middle-aged guy came out of nowhere and just took baseball by storm. I love him. David Snyder. My second one is in shape. Vladdy. I want to see in shape. Vladdy hit baseballs that don't land. I want to see in shape. Vladdy hit baseballs. I want him to go aluminum bat on spring training. Like I want, I want them to be like, well, you can't walk. You can't just walk the guy four times in the game. Like, that's what I want. I want fear in pitchers' eyes. I want these poor kids that are coming up to try and make any team we play against. As soon as they throw a meatball, I just want to watch their head drop and watch that thing just go out into the Dunedin evening over maybe hit a kid on a bike. I mean, you know, you can only ask for so much, but, you know. If he hits a hard kid on a bike, direction the ballpark to the right field, he can go out toward the, you know, Clearwater I mean. Beach is about yeah. that direction. Right on the head. <laughs> so to that right point, I'm big. actually trying to get some people from Dunedin actually. And like I said, the Ramos Martinez thing is mine. I want him or Barger to win. I I just don't see what I, I love our options. I well, I'm not in love with any of our options at third base. So I kind of uh, I just want to see the somebody come up and steal the job. And maybe it's been the minor league guru part in me from my buddy Ari Shapiro naming me that a million years ago when I was the minor league writer for, for Jay's journal. But I just want to see that next move. I'm I'm waiting for the Schneider idea to happen at third base, basically. 
And to that point, Jason, where you mentioned the Davis Schneider thing, did you see what's happening with some of his memorabilia over the last week? No. Hall of Fame? The bat he hit the three home runs with are on their route, apparently, right now to the Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame. That's awesome. Awesome. So from his from his uh, Boston debut. So awesome. nice. I thought that was awesome that not only did he send it, you know, to a, a somewhere like that, that could be enshrined for a bit or whatever. I have no idea if it's a temporary thing or what, but the fact that he went out of the way to send it to the Canadian baseball hall of fame, I think that was the cool thing is that was something that would, that was a record that could have been the baseball baseball hall of fame, but he chose to send it to the CBA. So <laughs> thought that was really cool. So anything else you two gentlemen would like to talk about before I end our show on a joke, like we've been doing. No, I'm good. No, I got nothing serious. I want to see the bloopers. So, so we're gonna do a blooper, but I uh, I promised some hidden ball tricks tonight. So, okay. Jason, I have to. I have you watched the movie Little Big League since we had this talk last week? You know what? I went and saw some. Cl- I went and watched some clips of it because I have about as much free time as you know any any person with twelve year old twins does. So, Playing no, I haven't had a chance to sit down and watch a whole movie, but uh, I did watch some Correct. clips of it, which I do appreciate. So, did you see the hidden ball trick? I did. On Ken Griffey Jr. I did. It's great. Okay. So, Ken, I don't know if you've seen the movie Little Big League or not, but we're going to have a little trip down, like, 90s nineties baseball movie, uh, you know, nostalgia here. So, let me set the precedent here. This movie is about a child that's probably, what, 13 years yeah. old-ish, something like that. His grandfather died, but he owned the twins. So, he became the instant owner of the twins. and in the midst of that, the coach was a giant jackass. So he fires the coach, and then they didn't have anybody that could replace the coach. But the kid is like a baseball, like crazy, oh my God, level of every little piece of baseball knowledge you can even really think of in a 13-year-old kid. <laughs> so he becomes the manager of the coach. So they get to the basically what is the equivalent of the wild card game. It was a one-game playoff with the Seattle Mariners in this Ken Griffey Jr. had just walked in this clip. And yes, it is actually Ken Griffey Jr. Randy Johnson's in this movie. It's a hysterical movie. So I'm just going to play this clip and let you guys just soak this in because this is that play that you were talking about last week. Yes. Don't really hear anything. Oh, you still have audio not coming through? No. Playing with me. So, but anyway, so he's saying that, hey, it's going to be fun. We're going to, we're just going to make this happen. So now his assistant coach is going to put the sign on for this ridiculous trick play that has everybody involved. Mind you, Ken Gerby Jr. sitting on first base right now. So you're going to see everybody get involved and get into the game here. (laughs) They all have their little cheat signal here to get moving. (laughs) Now, kids at home. If you ever want to do a play like this and it does take, you can see how these guys are all tipping and that you got to make sure that guy tips too. Cause if he doesn't, then he's like, you know, even this, this guy, draw, though. even the yeah, security guard, <laughs> everybody's in on it. Everybody's in on it. This is a really great, like really great, great piece. This is of a great life. movie. Yeah. This and is a I, very, I love the fact very, that it's, very good underrated baseball movie. I love the fact that it's actually Ken Griffey Jr. And you can see how he makes that actor look like a midget there, right? Like that's probably oh, an yeah. average sized dude, you know. And that guy was on a bunch of TV shows and all sorts of things during the 90s, too. I yeah. forget what movies he was in. So here's the play. So 
the ball got by him. And they're all like, come on, where is it? Oh my God, it's over there. And they're all pointing, right? Now Griffey's like, eh, screw it. I'm going to second. Rot <laughs> row. <laughs> and Griffey's out. <laughs> so I just so the, the level of crazy in there is just fun. But then so, so I oh, promise you a hidden ball trick. Good. There is actually a Blue Jays hidden ball trick in recent recent uh oh, history, right? Excellent. So I don't know if you remember this one or not, but Todd Frazier is the one that gets caught up in the hidden ball trick. So this, this ball gets caught by Jose. It? it gets thrown back in. Todd Frazier's just hanging out and wait for it. This is in 2015, I believe. So <laughs> Mindy, Ryan Goins is the one still holding the ball right now. And look at Batista this sees it. So <laughs> Batista sees it happening way before it happens. <laughs> so they're going to show what happened here and it was just one of those stupid things there's a mental lapse clearly by Todd Frazier and the Todd father unfortunately got caught with this one so but, okay, let's analyze this look at, look at that catch and then how quickly he gets that ball in like that's yep. if you look at the crowd and they're clapping that's the reason why like he here makes a good catch really quick throw in wait for it <laughs> and Egon. it's so good it's so good and it's one of those stupid things it was literally just a it was literally a misstep and i thought the funnier thing here is ryan goins ends up turning around and hit a single after that um because he actually was the leadoff batter the following inning so it was one of those things that though even the cameraman didn't catch it originally it was one of those things that they had to find out after the fact and go oh yeah by the way that happened right there. <laughs> it's perfect. And of all the people, Todd's like, come on, my foot stayed on. I don't know what you're talking about. You're so full of it. <laughs> so good. Love to I see the episode like I, this. I promised you bloopers. I'm going to keep finding them. If you guys find any that you end up stumbling on, make sure you let me know, and I'll make sure I bring them to the show at the end of it here. But that's it. I got nothing. We did our fun at, like I said, ended on a joke. You send on a high note. Yeah. So absolutely. Good deal, fellas. I think so, buddy. All right. So I guess I'll wrap this thing up and put a bow on it. And so Blue Jays fans, thank you very much. Um, we had plenty of people coming in again this evening. Make sure you do hit, hit us up on the chat window. And please, for the love of God, we're trying to make sure that we help out and get this live on Twitter. I can, or not on Twitter, on TikTok. I cannot get us live on TikTok until we get at least a thousand followers. We're really going in the right direction on that. But if you need another place that you want to be able to tune into us quickly and hang out, goof around and chit chat with us on the barroom chat for Blue Jays fans, that is the Jaybird Watching Podcast. Help us get up to that thousand so we can start getting that live. It does not let me go anywhere live except for the stupid baseball card stuff we do on Friday nights. So, but I can read through this whole thing through the, you know, TikTok it afterwards. So until then, make sure you check us check us out. I'm sorry that we haven't been 100% live on Monday evenings. It'll be Monday or Tuesday, I think, for the next few weeks until some of our children's schedules end up leveling everything out over the next few weeks and whatnot in hockey and going into the next sports and changing of seasons. The baseball's next thing, right? <laughs> so until then, make sure you listen to us wherever you get your podcasting pleasures for. We are the Jaybird Watching Podcast, the official podcast at jaysjournal.com and fanside.com and until then we got one two three
Let's go, Blue Jays. Go, Jays, go. Thank you for listening to the Jaybird Watching Podcast. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, at BirdWatchingGC, and our YouTube channel. If you want to support the show and get extra content, please consider joining us to our Patreon at patreon.com slash birdwatchinggc. Go, Jays, go. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.